Hey listeners, on today's tip, we're talking about the difference between wanting to win and adopting the winning mindset. Dr. Jeff Spencer is on the mic today. Jeff has spent 50 years coaching elite athletes and has led over 40 Olympic athletes to gold medals. He's a master in his game and he describes here a story where he worked directly with an athlete to shift from the difference between wanting to win and adopting a winning mindset and thus This Olympic athlete goes on to win numerous, numerous medals afterwards because of one major shift he made in his life. Let's hop into it with Dr. Jeff Spencer. You also mentioned the winning mindset, and this is something that um, I'm actually consistently learning about myself, but it's not something that's taught a lot, the winning mindset. Um, And I think it's not something that is like mainstream, Uh, you know, people are trying to optimize their bodies and their brains and go after the goals. But without the winning mindset, there's still a bit of, I feel like there's something missing. So could you elaborate on the winning mindset some more? And I would love to, Yeah, I would love to. Well, I think part of the reason why it is overlooked in how you're sharing that with me, um, I think people already believe that they know what that is. They think winning mindset means I'm going to mow down anything and nothing's going to get in my way. Nothing's going to take me out of the game. They think that's a winning mindset. And I would very much differ with them on a couple of different levels because I wouldn't say it's a winning mindset. I would say it's a winning mind. And, and let me explain, if I may, is that um, when you look at uh, how we're biologically created, uh, our human nature that which we all have, that we all share as a human, actually has two mentalities that are at war with each other 24 hours a day. And those mentalities are first, it's the human mindset, meaning that it's human, we all have it, and it's set. It's like not modifiable. It's not modifiable. And humans, generally taken as a whole, given a certain set of circumstances, everybody will come to the same conclusion. For example, if I want it bad enough, I'm going to get it. I think we all agree on that. Well, it doesn't have a particularly good track record. If you look at how that's delivered upon, there's plenty of people that want a lot that don't get a fraction or any of it. So, you know, first off, that's a myth. But if we look at the opposing side of this, here's human mindset. Then we have this other entity here. This is champion's mind. And when we think about champion, we're talking about a different playing field. We're talking about a crafting of something and a refinement of something, not necessarily something that we're born with in its entirety. And when we talk about the human, that champion's mind, we're talking about a living, breathing entity that can listen, interpret, and edit information and can construct actions based upon that and can activate Uh, those actions that have to go right to be able to achieve that target. And these two forces are at war with each other 24 hours a day for control over our decision-making. I think all of us experience an easiness about life and we feel a little bit of a torment. Should I, or shouldn't I? Yeah, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Eh, 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 eh. Like 24 hours a day when our eyes first open till they close at night, we have this kind of uneasiness, this unrest, this ping pong match between should I or shouldn't I? 
And that really reflects this ongoing battle that you can't shut off. It's part of the human experience. So if I may, I'd like to share this through a, a story. I was called in to help an Olympic athlete who is currently leading the world championship and favored to win the gold medal in the long jump. Two and a half weeks before the Olympic final, he was mentally unraveling. And he had the best coach, he had the best equipment, he had the best sponsorship, he had the best of everything, but yet he was mentally unraveling. And of course, I'm wondering, well, why is that? I mean, I knew why, but I'm saying, well, I don't understand why you guys didn't take care of this in advance. You know, why didn't you ask a certain set of questions to preempt the reasons why I might unravel? And it was two and a half weeks before the Olympic final. I mean, I say two and a half weeks. And this, the, the, the hopes of the nation were on this guy's shoulders. Can you imagine what this feels like? I'm mentally unraveling. I can't keep this together. Things are getting worse and worse every day. And all I read in the newspapers are, I'm going to win a gold medal for the country. I mean, I'm not feeling really good about this, you know, just a little bit of pressure here, maybe. And I did talk with him and said, well, you know, Greg, uh, here's what you need to understand that you have these two forces that are at war with each other. You have your human mindset that you didn't ask for that's programmed into your DNA. And you got the champion side of you that wants to excel and win the gold medal. And these are at war. That's what you're experiencing. But you need to understand the biology of both of these, first and foremost. I said, so let's look at what human nature, the human mindset really is. I said, number one, the human mindset is really our fear-based survival instincts is what they are. It's hardwired into our DNA. That's what the human mindset is all about. It is absolutely 100% hardwired. And because it's hardwired, it's only about survival. It doesn't care about your Olympic gold medal. It doesn't care about your world championship. It could care less. It only cares about one thing, and that's survival. And because it's about survival, it's just not on the playing field, but it's off the playing field as well. It's a high-speed biologic reflex that's faster than you can think. Meaning that if you are like in an intersection and a car runs a red light, there's something in you that recognizes that faster than you can consciously be aware of it, where you turn out of the way, but it's done very deliberately and intentionally is a survival uh, is a survival response. And I said, also an example of this kind of in the, in the human space here is that, have you ever said anything that really sounded so right at the time and then you said it faster than you could think and it didn't turn out so well? Has that ever happened? <laughs> well, maybe only 10 times today already, but I said, that's your human mindset again, acting on your behalf faster than you can think. And that's that part of you. You can't shut that song off. That's on 24 hours a day. And the problem with that is, Greg, is that it can only make history. It can only repeat history. It can't make it. So therefore, you've already lost your gold medal. If that's how you're going to approach the next two and a half weeks, you're freaking done. You're absolutely freaking done. But I said, the good news is that you've got the champion's mind on the other side of this. And the champion's mind is calibrated towards one thing. It's calibrated towards excellence. But because it's not survival, it doesn't get first dibs at every moment. 
but it does have the capacity to override because it does get final say as long as you apply it. And that's what makes history. Do you understand the two here, Greg? He said, yeah. I said, which one are you coming from? He said, I'm totally in my human mindset right now. I'm making all of these decisions faster than I can think. And the tsunami is starting to just absolutely overwhelm me. And then I'm starting to cave under the pressure and the weight of what I can't figure out that's growing day by day. And I said, well, let me kind of explain a couple of examples of how these are different. I said, let's say you're given an opportunity, like win the gold medal. Your human nature, because it's fear-based, is going to say, what do I stand to lose? So every decision you make is going to be based on what you stand to lose. Uh, that's a recipe for disaster because you're playing great defense. This isn't an offensive play. You're getting too tight. You're starting to shrink. You're starting to implode upon yourself. I said, champions given an opportunity, they don't think like that. Given an opportunity, a champion is, what do I stand to gain? You know, what's the offensive play here? You know, it's big, it's aspirational, it's huge. It is oxygen in the lungs. You can see the difference, Greg. You're certainly playing this from the human's mindset. And I said, given an accountability, you're gonna say, well, I'm doing my best. You've already set for yourself what your limit is without even trying. Therefore, you're toast, you're done. Champions don't think like that. You know, champions know that they have to not only, uh, they, they need to do that which has to go right to be able to excel. It's not just doing your best, it's about finding a way. Why do you think you're given ingenuity, curiosity, and insight, and initiative? Why do you have that? That's to find a way. That's what champions do. You're not doing that. Greg. If we look at human nature versus the champion's nature again, and in your case, this is the problem. You think that you got to put in the perfect jump to win the gold medal. And so you and your team are making every contingency for every potential detail to put in the perfect jump. But your mind is going to trick you because your mind is going to make you think that there's something that you haven't seen yet that's the difference between winning or losing. And because you can't find it, you don't believe that you're worthy or capable of winning. Therefore, again, you're done. You've lost. It's not about perfection. The champions know it's about the one or two things that have to go right to win. So for you, Greg, the two things that need to go right to win, number one, don't change your warm-up. You're screwing around with your warm-up. Your body's afraid. It doesn't want to come out and play. It doesn't know why you're asking something different now than it's used to over the last 20 years. Just get back to doing what you were doing. It's free. And then the second thing, it's your first four steps to the run-up, determine where you hit, your foot hits the board to get the lift to win the gold medal. It's that simple, Greg. It's not about perfection. It's about the, one of the two things that count. And I said, Greg, look, I, I know right now that you're terrified about this. You know, you're, I can see it on your face. You're just fear-ridden. But here's what you need to know about fear, is that our human mindset makes us think that we need to be fear-free to put in the perfect jump. And so here's what you need to know is that those people that lead fear-free lives, they haven't mastered fear. They're living life too much in the safe zone. They don't even know who they are because they're never risking anything. So therefore they have low-grade anxiety because they're not even stepping into close to what their potential may be. 
So you, Greg, only need to understand what the champions do. They feel the fear and they do it anyway. And if you're prepared, it's as good as a win. So you got to decide right now, Greg, whether you're going to get rid of your current mantra, like I whine, people are sick of your whining. Every time you whine, it disempowers your belief in self because you don't trust yourself every time you say that and nobody trusts you either. So why don't you get back to the idea that you're going to win this? So we got two and a half weeks here. You have a decision to make. You can either do this through the human mindset, which is exactly what you're doing. And at the very best, you're going to be a one act wonder. You're going to be known as the guy that could have, but didn't. Is that what you want to get up to every day? You want to read the headlines of that newspaper for the rest of your life inside your mind? You're not going to be able to face yourself. You're not going to be able to face anybody else. You're going to let everybody down because you're going to live a life of fear. You're going to be frustrated terminally because you cannot get anywhere close to your potential. And as a result of that, the tagline that you're going to be known for is a mediocre life. But if we adjust here and we go to the champion's mind, the uh, norm for that is repeat wins because you're going to be prolific in your achievements. You're going to be confident in your actions and you're going to consistently produce excellence. So you tell me if we work together for the next two and a half weeks, we're not, we're only going to come from the champion's mindset. These are the things that we have to apply that have to go right to win. It's not about positive thinking. It's not about journaling. It's about you showing up and applying certain things that have to go right to surmount the boogeyman inside your head so that you're prepared and you're confident to do what your training will enable you to do, which is to win the gold medal. What do you want to do? He said, well, I'll go for the champion's mind. I said, I think that's a great choice. So let's get to work. So then on the Friday before the Olympic final, he qualified fourth for the Olympic final. It's okay. You don't have to win the qualification to win the gold medal. Second jump, you know, massive jump leading the, the Olympic competition. And then I was kind of waiting, eh, you know, for the text to come in for, you know, what the results were on his final jump. It texted Bing. And I kind of, have you ever kind of wanted to open it, but you kind of didn't want to? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to break out of the sweat just like I did then, but I, I opened it up and it was Olympic champion. So the point that I want to make here is, is that to be a prolific achiever, there have to be a set of things that represent something that when applied correctly, uh, we have generated the courage to do despite our human nature. And that's what Greg had to do. He had to fight his human nature to be able to get to a place where he could win the gold medal and he could only get through the, there through the champion's mind. And so as a result of that, he went on to win the Commonwealth Games Championship. He won the World Championship. He won the Olympic Championship. He won the European Championship. He won everything that was to win for one single, re one single reason is because he developed the courage to apply that which has to go right to be able to perform at your best when there's no other option. If you like what you're hearing and want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review and share with your friends. See you on the next episode.